Hello, podcast world, toy lovers, and cool people. This is AC from AC Toy Design. You're listening to You Like Toys, episode 13, and I am podcasting from the porch in 28 degree weather in the snow. What's up now? Huh? Hey, hey, hey. All right, like I said, I am nothing if not consistent and dedicated, and I love Chicago. It is currently 25 to 28 degrees outside, uh, about 11 o'clock at night. As I said, this is episode 13 of You Like Toys podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I knew you'd be here, and so I said, I got to be there. I've been waiting for a night where, like, the snow, I guess it snowed, like, two, three days ago. I've been waiting for a night where the snow would have melted and I could pace back and forth like I do on the porch. And maybe it wouldn't be so cold, but I think that winter is here to stay. The snow is definitely still here. Um, It's cold. I'm on the porch. As usual, we might have some dogs, sirens alien invasions who knows so we're subject to all of it um but it's been a little while since i podcasted and i wanted to put another out there even though i think i've been posting them consistently because i had a couple backup backups but um i hope you guys enjoyed uh episode what was it episode 10 with my brother joe i'm gonna have more guests on and uh episode 10 11 no it was 11 with joe um, 12 with my friend Josh Blum um, if you miss those check them out I'm definitely going to have more guests on the show as, as they uh, become more available um, and willing to stand outside in the elements with me so yeah it's winter in Chicago what mid-November it came really early we had that first snow you know, I know you tuned into You Like Toys and here it is, the weather podcast, but we had that first snow on Halloween and now then we had a second one uh, a week or two, a week or so later. So yeah, I'm on the porch. Um, I had a couple things that I just wanted to talk about. I wanted to wrap up the whole Halloween extravaganza. I didn't really get to a chance to talk about... Um, the, and I've got a lozenge in my mouth just because I don't want to uh, wreck my throat. So I've got two of them. When they run out, I'm going to end the podcast. Uh, so I never, I didn't get a chance to talk about the sh- my brothers should drink and could draw go drink and draw zine Halloween zine release. I was a teenage zine wolf uh, release party that we had. It was November second. Um, had a couple patron, or a couple patrons show up, which was awesome. It was a blast. It was uh, it was a learning experience for a lot of us as far as uh, logistically, but I had fun. I got to sit with my buddy, my good friend, my very good friend, Jeff Moeller. Check out uh, Jeff Moeller Art on Instagram. He and I shared a table. I had a bunch of Chud babies and Sigor figures out there, and Mooj was there. My dog. The whole time she was a trooper it was like a 10-hour day 
Um, but that day was supposed to be, I guess, right before Halloween, and they postponed it till the Saturday after Halloween. And so uh, I've been doing the resin thing, um, the Chud Baby and the Cygor figures, casting and uh, casting those up uh, to put on the on the big cartel store that I have, to release on the Patreon, to drop on Instagram here and there. But also the biggest gear up was for that uh, zine release party because I knew I was going to have a table. And it was the first time I had a table at any kind of uh, get-together or gala or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I wanted to be prepared, and I was. <laughs> I was over-prepared, definitely. Um, sold a few of them. That was fun. Uh, but I, yeah, so that whole resin extravaganza like the resin project that I did um, posting all the tutorials on YouTube on the AC Toy Design YouTube channel um, that was all in preparation to at least make myself confident in resin casting and silicone molding and all that stuff and leading up to that weekend that weekend was going to cap it all off so it did in a great way the zine was released and I had a submission in the zine um, and it's by far the best. They've, I think that was the second or th- that was the third zine that uh, should should drink in Condrago has put out. I don't know, maybe the second or third, but it's definitely the best. And they're working on a new one. If you guys are interested, check out at Shadrago at Shadrago C H I D R A W G O something like that. Um, or you could look at Joe Crone. And they've got, they're accepting submissions for a zine right now called Zine of a Thousand Corpses. And they're not going to publish it until they get not 1,000 submissions, but 1,000 corpses. So you draw any kind of dead bodies that you want, um, as many as you want. And I guess they're going to count them up, and once they hit 1,000, uh, they're going to publish it. So it could be 100 on one page, and then they just need 900 more. So anyway, I turned in a really cool mummy sketch with a bunch of extra mummies on it it's probably about 30 mummies total something like that so that knocked out a chunk for them but if you want to submit to that zine on instagram hit them up they're always taking submissions um so yeah the zine is awesome chud baby's doing good i'm working on a christmas i think i'm doing a christmas version of it but we'll see about that uh and what else? Halloween. Halloween. It was good. Um, it was snowing, like I said, so I sat inside and watched some movies. Transylvania 65000, one of my all-time favorites. 1986, um, 85, something like that. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, Ed Begley Jr., uh, Gina, Gina Davis, man, Gina Davis. A uh, bunch of people in that movie. It's great. Um, what else did I watch? Mm, finished up uh, the new Creep Show TV show on Shutter, which was awesome. Man, I feel like my phone is gonna freeze. It's getting, getting cold. Um, so yeah, it was a good Halloween. Halloween 2019. It was quiet, but it was good. Uh, and what else? I feel like there was something else I wanted to say. I know there's something else Halloween related. Let's uh, let's take a break. I'm gonna put my new my next lozenge in.
All right, so what else? Housekeeping is done. Let's see, projects that I'm currently working on. Uh, if you check out the YouTube channel, I just today, which I'll probably post this tomorrow or the next day, but I just posted a uh, new sculpting tutorial. Um, it is it is my first effort in trying to videotape myself. Do they still say videotape? Videotape myself sculpting, uh, which is extremely hard to do. It's extremely hard to videotape yourself doing any kind of um, project where you're trying to give a POV perspective because you need to have the camera sitting in front of you videotaping forward away from you and it's in your way and I work in my lap so I paint and sculpt in my lap so the camera is there on a tripod and I'm trying to reach around it and all that stuff um, but I'm very happy with how the tutorial turned out um, and the video turned out I am, am, am continuously upping my editing game even though I am not efficient uh, my skills are definitely increasing if anybody has any efficiency tips on video editing man I could use them I think it took me about eight hours to edit this this what ended up being a 15 minute video uh, so it's so crazy but um, let's see yeah, so there's that tutorial up there, and, and I did the Halloween video release uh, where I covered the 1980 Remco Universal Monsters playset and the toy line. It's one of my favorites of all time, and I thought it was apropos for Halloween. So you guys can check those out on the YouTube channel. Um, and the sculpting tutorial that I posted was for an axe, like AXE. Um, it was, it's an accessory for a 7-inch Master of the Universe Minox figure that uh, was a commission, uh, which is a character that somebody else designed, and I found it online, and they, they came to me with it. Um, and I really like how the axe turned out. I really like how the figure turned out. He's waiting to be painted, and then off to his, his home, his new home. Um, I'm currently also finishing up my, uh, painting up my newest Master of the Universe Classics wave of original characters. I think there's five of them. Um, I'm working on a Death's Head commission. I've got about 30 commissions going on right now. One of them is a Death's Head commission that's um, in, the, in the forefront. I've got a group of four or five four FBI agents or something like that original characters and a wizard or an angel uh, coming out for somebody uh, that's another fun project and I've got probably my the one I'm most excited about is the my second um, Patreon exclusive custom action figure it's going to be I can't say the character yet because it's a surprise for, for my patron uh he is at the $100 level, and after four months, he gets to send me three characters, and I pick one to surprise him with. So this is his second one, and I'm extremely flattered that he's for his support, and I'm going to bang out a second. The first one was the Moon Dragon, and the next one will be revealed shortly. So I've got that working. Uh, and then, like I said, about 25, 20 other ones. Um, let's see. I'm thinking about doing another Chud Baby run and Cygor run for Christmas. 
Uh, we'll see how that goes, like I mentioned earlier. And then the other thing I wanted to mention was uh, I, I always try to extend Halloween out as long as I can. Um, and I got, for my birthday, my brother got me one of those spooky, uh, what is it, NECA, NECA made this line of spooky slashers or something like that. So it's like all the famous um, movie slashers, Myers, Voorhees, um, Pinhead, Texas Chainsaw, uh, Leatherface. Um, Second Wave just came out. And they're done in sort of like a Scooby-Doo homage style. They're amazing. I love the sculpts. They're a little statuesque, um, which is also fine. Uh, and they're, they're just really cool, really cool figures. So my brother got me the Jason, the Jason for my birthday right before Halloween. And then he just today dropped off Michael Myers that he found somewhere, which were probably the only two that I really wanted from the line, but man, are they cool. Uh, if you get a chance, check them out. And if you're on Patreon, I'll definitely post some pictures for you. Um, along with the snow that I'm sitting in and, uh, a couple other exclusive exclusive items with the podcast for you guys um, so yeah check out those figures they're pretty awesome uh, I think they I think there's like an it or Pennywise and I think there's a Pennywise from both movies I want to say like the old one and the new one um, Chucky I don't know they covered the whole thing they're really cool and that Scooby-Doo style like the vintage Scooby-Doo cartoon those villains were awesome uh, I mentioned I've mentioned before my buddy and mentor Dave from Loose Collector. Uh, if you can dig up his stuff on his website, he's kind of stepped away from the custom figure game. But if you look at his website, he's got a couple Scooby-Doo villains that he did as commissions, and man, are they beautiful! They're you know like six-inch figures, um, awesome, just really really cool. Uh, so yeah, check those out. I got them. I was impressed. And I think you will be as well. I got one other thing I want to talk about, so let's get to it. <clears throat> All right. I'm down to the wire on my lozenge. This is dumb. I hate that word. It's a weird word. It sounds like you're slobbering on yourself. So anyway, it's getting cold. It's seeping in. I'm starting to feel it. Last thing I wanted to talk about was the Mandalorian. Of course, I'm the big, I'm a massive Star Wars fan, and I'm a massive Mandalorian fan, and I'm a massive Boba Fett fan. When I was 19, right out of high school, uh, I got my first and only tattoo. I've, I would love to get it a couple more, but that hasn't happened yet. My first tattoo when I was 19 uh, was the bantha skull uh uh that boba fett has on his left shoulder on the on the on his yellow pauldron um because i love boba fett and saddened over time as a lot of people are because i don't pay attention to the uh the extended universe the e eu star wars eu whatever it is so I know there's a lot of Boba Fett stories in there, and I don't read the comics. I'm a movie, I'm a visual, like, movie TV guy, uh, cartoon guy. 
Um, so when they announced The Mandalorian, I was pretty hyped, even though I, I know it's not Boba Fett, and they said that from the beginning. Um, and yesterday, Disney Plus launched. So I watched it last night, and I want to say it's solid. It's I had extremely high hopes for it, um, considering the pedigree from Jon Favreau, Dave Filoni, um, everybody involved, Taika Waititi, uh, who am I missing that's somebody big, I don't know, and then Oberon, whatever his name, Prince Oberon, playing, playing the Mandalorian, and the cast that they've got going is great. So it was solid. I was, I was happy with it. I think my own, one and only gripe so far, and I'm going to watch it again, uh, was the music. I thought the music was terrible. It did not feel like Star Wars. Uh, in all of the movies that they've made post post uh, prequel, so like Last Jedi and uh, Force Awakens and Rogue One and Solo, at least they've all pretty much nailed the music. I know Giacchino, Michael Giacchino, did did Solo's music, um, and that was probably the the lesser of the movies, but it was still good. Uh, but this music just felt weird. It felt really, really weird. And part of me made, made me wonder, I haven't seen the Star Wars special from, you know, way back because I can't, I just, you just hear so many terrible, terrible stories about it that it ruins Star Wars for you. But I've always wanted to see Boba Fett's first appearance, which is in that as a cartoon. And I have a feeling the music in Mandalorian maybe homages the music in that cartoon of, with Boba Fett because I've seen clips and snippets but I'm not sure but visually it was awesome the aesthetic was was Star Wars it was an, it was the new aesthetic where which it, which I think if you look at Rogue One and Solo uh, maybe a little bit of Force Awakens the Last Jedi but not not much but more like those spin-off ancillary series and movies um, it's like a mix of the original trilogy and then something new. Definitely not the prequels. Because the prequels are like bad cartoons. But um, the aesthetic and the new the new aesthetic is like, it's gritty, but it's refined in a way. Uh, but I like it a lot. It fits. It's what's needed, I think, now for Star Wars to move forward, what it should look like and everything. Um, the characters were awesome. I was really like, you know, IG... IG 11 is the character in the, in the Mandalorian, whereas IG-88 is the vintage bounty hunter that everybody, I've always wanted to see more of. The only time you really see him move is in the Clone Wars cartoon. Um, and the way he moves in the Mandalorian is awesome. It's freaking awesome. I love it. It's exactly how you think he would um, outside of the 5 POA Kenner figure. Uh, the Mandalorian himself, I always forget his name, Oberon, Prince Oberon. He was, he was fine. You don't see his helmet. You don't see his face. And so, you, you know, who's actually acting? You don't know. It's definitely his voice, which is sparse. Um, but he did a great job. He looked really cool. His silhouette is awesome when he comes, knocks down a door and comes in and all this stuff. Uh, we saw some stormtroopers. We saw some more Mandalorians, which was awesome. That's something we've never seen in Star Wars live action is at more, more than one Mandalorian at a time. So that was really cool. Different styles of helmets and stuff. At one point, I was like, is that Boba Fett in there? But at this point, Boba Fett is quote-unquote dead. Uh, what else? 
Nick Nolte played the Ugnaught. Uh, awesome. His voice is perfect for Star Wars. Uh, the creatures in there were really cool. Even like the... I know that the um, ice creature at the beginning, that whole scene was homage to the uh, Christmas special cartoon with Boba Fett where he's riding a giant beast and shocks it with his rifle and all that stuff. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, yeah, it was good. I like it. I saw some people, some pretty prominent people, bad-mouthing it in a really juvenile way, and that really upset me because that's what happened with The Last Jedi, which I don't like as a movie. There's some good scenes in there, but, you know, if you don't like something, it's like if you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. And I was tempted to say, to post something and say, the music sucks, and I'm doing it right now, but <laughs> but I like, this, I like the show. I like the episode. Um... But if you've got, you know, I don't know, why, why, why start that fire? Why ignite that nasty social media spark? Why be a part of it? Why invite it? You know, why welcome that garbage? Excuse me. Um, so yeah, so I didn't, all I posted was that it was solid. That's all I said. One word, solid, thumbs up. And it is, and I think it'll get better as it goes on. Uh, the ending of the episode was really interesting. And that's all I'll say for anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, really interesting. They did something, again, kind of like with the extra Mandalorians in there, uh, with some stuff that we've never seen. And there's a lot of stuff in there that we've never seen. You know, IG-88 moving, the Mandalorians, the ending, um, the Ugnaught speaking, you know, like just stuff that we've you'd think that we would have seen by now in the Star Wars universe live action, and we haven't. So it's really cool that this show is saying, hey, well, we're going to lead the way in that. Uh, we're going to show some stuff. So anybody who was not happy with it, um, I'm sure you can find things in it that you like. I found that I liked most of it, but I did find things in it that I did not like. But I didn't let that color the episode for me. And I'm going to tune in for the next one, which I think is tomorrow or Friday. Two this week and then one every week going forward. Um, and I'm excited. I'm really excited for the Disney streaming platform for the original stuff. So, um, but especially the Star Wars stuff. I love Star Wars. And if you love Star Wars, you love Star Wars. I love the prequels. They're garbage, but I love them. The story's there. Uh, Last Jedi, the story's there. You know, visually I didn't like it very much, but the story's there. Um, it may not be the story that you wanted to see, but they could only tell one story, and there's however many billion of us out there uh so keep that in mind when you see something that your expectations were not met because uh, we all have them. expectations can kill something before it even happens and i'm running out of battery i'm getting cold my lozenges are gone love you guys for tuning in um if you would like the exclusive uh, stuff that comes with this podcast on Patreon. If you want to see all the tutorials and behind the scenes stuff that I do with my toys and my toy design and my character design, concept design and the figures, the custom figures that I make, check out my Patreon. Uh, there's different tiers and that is at patreon.com slash AC toy design. You have been listening to, oh, and check out the YouTube channel, AC toy design. You have been listening to you like toys episode 13 I am AC from AC Toy Design, and I have been podcasting from the porch. I'll see you in the future. Whew.